0: Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: And this week, we are going to help you navigate the growing trend of plant-based foods, right? Because this is this is really something that's taken on a new life, it's if you're paying topic. attention, right? Especially if you, uh, recently, McDonald's has introduced mm-hmm. uh, a plant-based burger. I know uh, Burger King and introduced the Impossible Whopper yeah. uh, recently, uh, which I haven't tried. I was in Burger King and actually went for a Whopper, but didn't go plant-based Whopper. I I just had a craving for like a a real Whopper for some reason. Probably my first Whopper in like 15 years. Uh, It was pretty tasty though. But anyway, like it just underscores how how many places are offering uh, these plant-based patties for the burgers. It says something to me that is a little more, this is a little more than a trend, right? I mean, people are really becoming more open to non-meat options.
1: Yeah, I think not like a trend. It's just like, the way things are moving in our society for sure. I actually saw recently that Disney announced that all of their parks would have more plant-based and vegan food offerings as well through all their quick serve and table service restaurants. So even like the Disney parks are getting on board on board with it. And it's not surprising when you look at some of the statistics. A poll from 2018 shows that while the number of people who identify as vegetarian, 5%, or vegan, 3%, hadn't changed much in the last six years, sales of plant-based foods increased more than 8% in 2017 alone. And so. I think
0: t- that's that's the kicker for me right there, that, that stat, is it's not that people are moving towards being, you know, quote, vegan or quote, vegetarian per se, but we've all become a bit more aware of some of the health concerns that may accompany eating too much re- uh, meat, especially mm-hmm. especially red meat in, in most instances. And I think for the younger generation too, uh, younger than, than me anyway, um, the environmental impact of their food choices is... Is really starting to play a role in how they think about their food choices, whether they're eating out or what they're putting in a shopping cart or how they're planning their week out. I think the environmental impact and the ethical impact uh, factors into a lot of their decisions, more so than than ours, where we're, we might just be thinking about uh, the health concerns and the, and the long-term health benefits of cutting back on, on meat a little bit. So while we may still be eating meat, we might be trying to curb that intake a little bit more and, you know, that's why we're looking for more plant-based options, even though people aren't saying, you know, I'm, I'm a vegan or I'm a vegetarian, right? right? So so those they statistics... They dabble in it a little bit. Right, yeah. so you're not identifying, but, but you're still looking for more balance, if you will.
1: And there's so much more on offer these days than there's ever been. So right. I think even if you're not a vegan or vegetarian, like once in a while you're going to do a little plant-based, you're going to feel better, and then you're going to keep it up.
0: And look, whether it's the American Heart Association uh, or the American Cancer Society, as well as as the U.S. dietary guidelines recently, they're all calling for limited red meats and processed, really like overly processed meats as well. And one new study that I just saw found that having, having, like cutting in half the amount of red and processed meat in your diet can have a significant impact on health, reducing the amount of LDL, which is the bad cholesterol in the blood, which in turn cuts the risk of developing heart disease.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's right in half, just like that. So that's right. that's worth having a few meatless meals once in a while, right? Right.
0: Or just like, you know, if you're looking for ways to dial it back dial and it say, back. okay, like maybe I don't need red meat four times a week or meat four times a week, but how how, how would I cut it back? Well, that's, right. what, that's what we're here to tell you.
1: Because we want to showcase on this episode, some of our favorite meatless snacks that have hit the market and are worth a try in our opinion. The options we've just mentioned have grown tremendously in recent times, and everything from protein bars to popsicles—they're all plant-based now. So we've compiled a great list. It's chock full of delicious plant-based goodies to amp up your snack game. So why don't we just get rolling with it?
0: If you're still trying to wrap your head around meatless burgers, like maybe you're, you're you know the Impossible Whopper is still something that you're <laughs> you don't you're not going to order to, when trying you're PK. Your um, how about meatless jerky?
1: So I've had I've had coconut jerky okay. before. Um, well, but that, I'm interested to hear. But about that's this. like,
0: you know, coconut jerky, like you're, you're not, you're not getting fooled by yes, that. Like exactly. you're just kind of, okay, it's coconut or,
1: jerky. Or uh, mushroom jerky, but I haven't had like a meat substitute right. jerky yet, but I'm interested well, to this hear about it.
0: This one's pretty close. It's, it's called, it's, it's called, it's jerky y'all. Y'all, that's, that's, love that. That's the name on the packaging, by the way, which is which is great. It's actually a Texas-based company, hence the Go Y'all. Go figure. Right? <laughs> um, and it makes its plant-based jerky out of non-GMO soybeans. Currently, there are three flavors, black pepper and ancient sea salt, prickly pear teriyaki, Ooh, yum. and prickly pear chipotle. Not bad, right? I'm, in-
1: I'm into that. I, I'm, I love jerky.
0: And all of its Jerky Y'all products are vegan certified kosher and gluten-free a single ounce of this jerky packs seven grams of protein which makes for a pretty satisfying midday snack not to mention it also tastes like beef jerky and even has a similar texture except that it's not as coarse uh, as beef jerky would be so you know if you're looking for something and, and jerky is like something that you turn to whether mm-hmm. maybe it's a long trip maybe it's something you like in your desk drawer or a long commute and you think okay i want to cut down on, on my overly processed meats th- this is a good option
1: I would love to I would love to try that. Got it. Y'all.
0: Yeah, y'all, y'all. Get, get on it. Y'all. <laughs> on it.
1: All right, in previous episodes we've talked about plant-based ice creams before. So this one might not be as much of a stretch as the plant-based jerky. But Dream Pops, have you heard of Dream Pops? They're the first mm-hmm. ever plant-based popsicle made in a 3D printed mold. Now that's pretty cool. Yeah, like, they're like pun uh, intended.
0: They're like 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 shaped kind of like textured and it's not just like a here's a popsicle like round or squares and like they're kind of very cool pretty cool
1: um we love these popsicles because they're not only low calorie but the flavors are derived from real plants not synthetic syrups like uh for example the chocolate lion flavor consists of less than 10 ingredients, which we love, uh, only four grams of sugar and just 90 calories. And the main ingredients in this treat are coconut milk, cacao, almonds, and porcini mushroom.
0: Not what you expect to find in a popsicle. Yeah, but I'm, right? in, I'm into mushroom
1: but, and uh, chocolate almond. I mean, it sounds delicious. With coconut.
0: And protein certainly is, is having a moment. We've talked about like how protein obsessed everybody is. Uh, so how about a nice, tasty plant-based protein bar? right? Yeah, why it, not? I feel like that's every any bar you see on the market like protein is all caps yeah. across, across <laughs> Johnny, the front. bold,
1: um, italics, all of it.
0: <laughs> and this this brand is pretty cool. It's called True Women. That's T-R-U-W-O-M-E-N right across the uh, the branding there. True Women bars are primarily marketed towards parents who want to feed their kids healthier snacks with dessert-centric flavors such as Daydreaming About Donuts and O-O Cookie Dough. So I don't Another know. Another
1: fun branding I mean, right there. i tell you who else is
0: dreaming about those flavors. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, However, it might be worth sneaking one of these into your desk drawer after dropping one in your kid's backpack. The company equally tailors to an adult audience with a serious sweet tooth who might be trying to be health conscious. Each bar packs 12 grams of satiating plant-based protein from sources including brown rice protein concentrate and in the case of their Smother Fudger Bar, a delicious dose of peanut Smother butter. Smother Fudger right? Bar. The packaging is fantastic. The yeah. names are great. Um, and you can, uh, you can you could get a box of 12 on, on Amazon. It's super easy to find because it might Th- it, this might be a brand that's harder to find yeah, on your I supermarket shelves, mm-hmm. um, but I, I found them on on Amazon and Perfect. they're fantastic. And it's you know. Snack bars are, are one of those things. It's like it's it's a hard thing. We I basically put one in the kids' backpack every day for their for their school snack. Right. Uh, and and it's I always feel weird doing a packaged food, but some other things won't, I can't pack it on ice or anything like that because it goes in their little snack pouch. Yeah. So this is really the best option that I have. So to be able to throw in something that that kind of has that daydream about donuts and that that you know flavor, but isn't like weighed down with sugars yep. and and is made with real ingredients that you can see and pronounce. This is, this is pretty cool. High
1: protein to keep them going in right? the afternoon. And keep
0: me going for that matter.
1: Now, if you're used to trading out your beef patty for a plant-based one in burgers, right. which we talked We've about. we talked
0: about that at length and, have, and we're all big fans of that for the most part.
1: Absolutely. Well, maybe it's time to swap out your steak, which is something that I haven't thought of, but it's eerie how well Maika Foods veggie steak tastes exactly and resembles the texture of a Salisbury steak. So instead of cattle, though, this product is made predominantly of beets, mushrooms, and peas. So you can get your healthy dose of veggies packed in there and satisfy your steak craving all at once. Have you tried this? Today? I
0: haven't tried this, but I'm like I would tr- I would try it because yeah. I, f- I feel like I'm all I'm all in on the burger patties. I know you I've, have
1: less meat in your diet. Yeah, these days. so
0: so why not? I mean, I'm a, I'm at stage where where these these foods have gotten. So good. So good. And and they're not like the dry cardboardy frozen things of, of years past. Like there's a lot more thought and process and effort going into these foods to make them actually taste like real food uh, and and give them a lot of those kind of satiating and mouth watering textures and juices and and tenderness of, of real food. So I mean I would I would try it. Why not?
1: Absolutely. And mean? a lot of them also have they're packed with veggies and they're so you get lots of vitamins right. and nutrients on top of it.
0: Minerals that you otherwise yep. wouldn't get and and fiber, mm-hmm. which is severely lacking in so many of our diets. Um, so maybe steak Maybe a steak swap is a bit too extreme for you, unlike for, for me just yet. So, how about a Sloppy Joe swap instead? This is actually pretty cool. It's, uh, it's long, long give, long, there's an accent on that first E. It's L O N G E V E.
1: The fancy E. Uh, right, the yes. fancy E.
0: <laughs> and they're the mastermind behind a brand new plant based protein product, which is targeted at the person who follows more of a flexitarian diet. Um, their plant based protein crumbles. And it's a a bag, so the packaging is Mm -hmm. pretty easy. These are great if you're trying to reduce meat consumption but miss the texture of meat and its satiating properties because the protein crumble will satisfy both those needs. Roughly one ounce of the dry stuff or about half pound upon hydration comprises 20 grams of protein, which is nearly equivalent to the amount of protein in three ounces of grilled chicken, let's say. So... Hello, sloppy joes. And when you when you cook it, it, it kind of has. It's a crumble, right? So it has mm-hmm. that ground beefy texture. Be so, good for a
1: taco night too. A taco
0: night, you tacos, sloppy joes. I mean, like a ragu a sauce. Meat, a, you yeah. know, a faux meat sauce for mm-hmm. for pasta. Any of those things. And again, like if the, if you're worried about the texture and, and missing that, this would this will give you that. And I'll, I'll I'll guarantee you that eight out of ten people that tried swapping this out, if they didn't tell the people they were serving dinner to, they probably wouldn't. know. They
1: wouldn't know. know. All right, well, a lot of the foods we've talked about so far have focused on beef. Well, have you ever seen plant based seafood products? Well. Good Catch is one of the main companies pioneering faux seafood, primarily fish free tuna which is made of what the company likes to call a six-plant protein blend consisting of pea protein isolate, chickpea flour, lentil protein, navy bean flour, fava bean protein, and soy protein concentrates. Lots of protein in there. One pouch packs 14 grams of it and 12 grams of healthy fats. So you can try pairing this mock tuna with whole grain crackers for a filling snack or sprinkle it over a salad too.
0: And I've got a great story about this because yeah. I, I, you know, I go to the grocery store, you know, pretty much every, every weekend and stock up and tunas is, is usually one of those things that I tuna in the package salmon because mm-hmm. they're easy to throw in salmon so in the uh, salads rather. And if you, you know, if you're just in a pinch and you need to mix up something fast for a sandwich for something quick, you don't have to overthink it. So I had bought this probably for three straight weeks, not realizing it was faux fish, not realizing it was not actually, tuna. I just thought it was like a sustainable tuna. I was like, good catch tuna. Like it must be sustainable. Like, you know, humanely farmed, like whatever. It is, uh, and it literally it was after three weeks of of buying it that I realized it was not actually tuna.
1: So that's how spot on it yeah, tasted. But I didn't even notice. Was. That's
0: what I mean. Like for after after three three pouches, it was just like okay. I but I and I still buy it because why not? I use it mostly in salads, so you know, blends in with everything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go.
0: So beef, fish. Let's really blow some minds with plant based sausage. And here's another one that I'm really looking forward to to trying myself because. From what I understand, you really can't believe how much Light Life Italian Smart Sausage tastes like the real thing. And one 85-gram link comprises 13 grams of protein, which is wow, equivalent yeah. to the amount of protein in a comparable real sausage link. And here's the real difference, though. Each link only has one gram of saturated fat.
1: Wow, that that's worth trying for sure. Right? All right, let's get snacky. How about a new queso swap for your chips? I love queso. I mean, yeah, who doesn't love chips and queso? You just go to town on those. But thankfully for those who are lactose-free, Plant-Based Pantry is the brand. They designed a low-calorie, plant-based alternative that everyone can enjoy. Uh, the team here is big fans of this product, which is primarily made of potatoes, carrots, and diced mild green chilies. So you get lots of veggies in there. And it tastes pretty close to the real deal.
0: And I feel like plant-based cheese is one of those things where people are going to be like, "No, mm, no, not, not yet. But I think if you were going to try it, or if you were going to coax yourself into trying it, this would be the way to do it, right? Because it's not like a solid, like slice of faux cheese on on something. It's you know like a dipping cheese, and mm-hmm. you probably you probably wouldn't even notice. I mean, look, it's 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 you know no different than you know you melt down Velveeta and like as Velveeta. Really? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not really good for you either. So so what's that? What's the, this is this is worth a, a swap right here if you Absolutely. really want to try and kind of you know make a difference with a with an easy decision or easy simple swap. Um, and by the way, it's just like, you know, you're shoveling in with chips anyway. So yeah. it's like you're getting the chip, <laughs> the chip in there too. And let's close this one out with another dessert option. I, I was saving this one for last because let's save the best for last, right? How about plant-based cookie dough?
1: I'm intrigued by right? this one. Vegan
0: cookie dough? Hear me out. Capello's, the first brand to debut an almond flour-based pizza dough, also has a line of plant-based cookie dough. What makes the cookie dough top-notch is that it's naturally sweetened with maple syrup. Now you got Mm. me, right? Because I'm a big fan of maple syrup. Enjoy one of two flavors of this almond and arrowroot flour-based cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie and double chocolate cookie. Your kids will never know the difference. I love that. You think
1: you're like the cool dad giving them cookie dough as a treat. They're going to love it, and it's going to be healthy for them too. So there you
0: go. So this, I mean, look, it's cookie dough, it's tuna, it's steak, it's jerky, it's popsicles. Like we said at the top, plant-based foods are so much easier to find. And there's good reason. I mean, look, this we're talking about supply and demand here. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be all of these options if people weren't looking for more exactly. options. So if you are among the folks out there that are starting to think about curtailing your own meat intake, and we're not saying remove meat completely, but if you're looking to just kind of eat a little less like like I've done, you know, like I've done as well, then, then there's a ton of great options out there. Um, so You know, when you hear about foods like these, more importantly, when you give it a shot and actually try some of these simple swaps, you can quickly realize that cutting back on your meat intake isn't that hard. Hopefully, if this is something that you have been curious about, or even have been on the edge of trying out but needed that final nudge, we have helped convince you that there are some really healthy and tasty options out there. For more great simple swaps, be sure to check out eatthis.com. Until next time, I'm John Hammond.
1: And I'm Megan Murphy. You could please follow us on all your favorite social media feeds as well as be sure to check me out on Instagram at thisgirlcaneat and be sure to let us know what food thoughts are on your mind so we could tackle them here for you as we help you eat this, not that.